This podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guests today are Wilson Lee and Nick Hobbs from The Trevor Project. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. Okay, guys, so just want to give a, 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 you guys both the opportunity to give a brief background on yourselves so the audience knows who we're listening to. We'll start with yourself, Wilson. Can you give us a, a, a little 60-second overview of your background in technology and what's led you to where you are today, followed, followed by Nick? Of course, I am a senior machine learning research scientist at the Trevor Project. Um, academically, I was trained in math and computer science at UCLA and Stanford University. I joined the Trevor Project back in 2019. Prior to that, I was uh, the lead engineer at a number of successful tech startups, mostly in New York and in California. Primarily, I am very interested in scaling physical system with AI and tech so- with AI and tech solutions, scaling the impact of these systems, and that has largely informed all the work that I've done at Trevor over the past almost three years. Excellent. Thank you for that. And we'll get into the work in a bit. But Nick, if you wouldn't mind a little bit of background on yourself, please. I've been the senior data scientist of the Trevor Project for nearly three years now. Academically, I studied computer science and psychology at Penn State and went to graduate school at UMass Amherst for computer science. And prior to the Trevor Project, I was an engineer at the MathWorks for four years. I've always been excited by technology's ability to derive insights from data, which naturally led to my path into data science. So the Trevor Project, Nick, if you wouldn't mind, tell us all about the Trevor Project, who you are, what the mission of the business is, and then we can go into both of your roles within the company. Absolutely. So the Trevor Project is the world's largest um, suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning young people. Our research estimates that in the U.S. alone, more than 1.8 million LGBTQ young people seriously consider suicide each year. And our services are largely there to help these people who are in crisis. We offer digital services, text, and even telephone calls in case someone wants to talk to someone. And our services are available 24-7. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. So obviously an incredible mission. Um, I want to go straight into what role technology can play in, in helping the Trevor Project achieve that mission and reach so many people. Wilson, could you give us some insight into what it's like behind the scenes, how, how you and Nick and the team utilize technology to, to provide these services? Of course, yeah, I'd be happy to share a bit about that. We have worked on a number of projects over the past couple of years since Nick and I joined in 2019. The top example that we always love to share is what we call the Crisis Contact Simulator Project. So as you can imagine, every volunteer and every counselor that we have on our services need to be rigorously trained. Previously, our internal training team would conduct these human-led role-play exercises with the volunteers. We decided to build a GPT-2-based dialogue system that can simulate the text-based conversations really well. So after a lot of optimization, both on automated metrics and human evaluation metrics, we were able to put it online. And the project has been very successful, has been able to allow us to train over a thousand volunteers and triple our 
overall counselor base, now to over a thousand counselors. And a couple of other projects that we've also worked on in the past is on our Trevor project has a safe space network called Trevor Space that allows LGBTQ young people to talk to each other and have a form of safe space. As you can imagine on these platforms, there are lots of content to be moderated. We also build an extra boob space classification system that allows us to quickly moderate um, and flag potential suicidal content on the platform. So these are a number of different use cases that we've done in the past to use AI to help our mission. Amazing. Nick, come on back to you. Can you walk us through some of the day-to-day uh, tasks that you and the data team are working on? What's a typical project? What's the, the life cycle of the project? And what's the dynamic of the team? Help us visualize what it's like behind the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, maybe the best way to do that is to jump between the different projects here that Wilson just mentioned. Yeah. Maybe starting with the the Trevor Space project. Part of doing this work always means cleaning and figuring out how do we structure this data in a way that's going to let us actually do the machine learning project. And interestingly, for the Trevor Space auto moderation tool, quick background is just that the tool was designed to try to flag potential suicidal content for human moderator review. One of the most challenging parts of that was actually getting that data into a format that we could actually do this analysis. So the data that we were given was largely set up to power the website. It wasn't designed for trying to get this machine learning algorithm out the door. One part of our day-to-day task is always just really trying to make sure that we're able to do these projects to begin with, getting that data organized, splitting it between training tests and evaluation sets, making sure that the project can be achieved with the data we actually have. Building on that, you know, there's always the modeling part too. So whether we're training a classifier or something else, there's a lot of questions around what type of model do we use? How do we assess the results? How do we make sure that we're building a tool that's actually going to be useful and that's really driven by the intention of what we want to build? So, you know, long story short here, our day-to-day is really getting these ML systems up and making sure they have the impact that we want it to actually have. Wilson, you and I were talking prior to, to hit and record on the interview about the, the cross collaboration, the various teams working together, various locations, and, and how data science and machine learning teams work together. Can you give us some insight into what that looks like day to day, how you and Nick collaborate and, and the broader teams? And also talk about the journey, because I know you both joined within a few months of each other over two years ago now. So what's the journey and the growth of the team been like since you joined? Yeah, of course. I'll be happy to talk about that. We've definitely grown quite a bit in ways that no one really expected. Nick and I specifically were hired as part of the 2019 Google AI Impact Challenge, where the Trevor Project, a multi-million dollar grant from Google to do impactful AI work. Initial hire were just the two of us, including another fellow engineer on our team. And our team has grown from a team of three or four to now over 30, 40 people across functionally, across all the typical vertical that you can imagine existing in the functional tech organization, including product management and UX and software engineering team and testing and um, working in conjunction with data analysts from other verticals that we definitely work very cross-functionally across the organization. Day-to-day wise, Nick and I also work very specifically with the rest of the organization in thinking about generalized knowledge about LGBTQ young people that's beyond our system. So we work very closely with our internal research team that focus on research 
in thinking about, um, we specifically think a lot about how LGBT young people uniquely use languages, how they talk differently and speak differently and how the different themes and different structure and syntax, you know, that can really further power our work in NLP. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Guys, obviously the work you do is within technology, but uh, the Trevor Project mission as a whole is incredibly impactful. So I want to just take a moment to get both your perspectives on what drew you to this mission and what you enjoy most about what you do, not just from the tech stack perspective, but the impact that that your services and the business as a whole is, is having on people's lives. Nick, I'll start with yourself. I have to say, like, there's a lot of joy in being able to come to work each day knowing that the impact that we're having is really making the lives of people better. Being able to say, like, the products that we're building is actually going to help someone get to a counselor more quickly or going to help a young person who maybe having like suicide ideation, but that human moderator is now able to get there more quickly. So being able to have that impact and give back to the community was something that really just drove me towards the Trevor Project. So building on top of what Nick has said, I 100% echo everything he has said so far. I think additionally, many of people in the research or industry like ourselves as practitioners are always thinking about the most creative way to use AI and technology to solve difficult problems that have you know, real life implications. We specifically are really interested in thinking about how to apply these actually very commonplace AI methods and techniques and models into things that actually make a lot of impact. And in particular, was very drawn to thinking beyond evaluation metrics, beyond sort of the model precision and recalls and root scores and thinking about how that we were able to further map that down to the day-to-day impact. So for example, for crisis context simulator, the primary metrics that we were evaluating on was how many counselors were able to be trained. For some of the classification projects that we worked on, it was more about how much time we can save the human staff. Thinking about downstream, how many young people we were able to serve and help. We're also thinking a lot about how much we can help our staff have an easier time and how to help the organization build the biggest and more robust and most impactful counselor base that we can possibly have. So it, it kind of cliche in a way to think about how do we apply AI for good? How do we apply AI for social impact? And how to really use these skill sets and tool sets that we have learned from university and from, from the for-profit industry and apply it directly to a mission that we care a lot about. Yeah, clearly you guys are, are at a place where it's a combination of enjoying the technical aspects, but, but loving what you do. And it follows up nicely into my next and final question is, when you look ahead for the future of the Trevor project, the, the growth expected, the types of hiring that you, you're going to need to make and increasing the impact, what are you most excited about for the future of your team and, and the company as a whole? Nick, over to you for that one. I have to say, I'm really looking forward to seeing, to a large extent, what we're going to be able to build next to help these young people. To talk a little bit, and I think Wilson can probably delve into this just a little bit more, we're starting to look at a number of different projects that, broadly speaking, we're trying to figure out how LGBTQ young people use languages today. What's the word and vocabularies being used? How are things being phrased? I think Wilson can actually build on that a little bit more, though. 
Yeah, I, I can add a little bit more. We are very specifically thinking a lot about how specific and unique language used from LGBTQ young people impact how we think about machine learning systems and how we build our future projects. We're currently working on a number of different projects that delve into that aspect of research. The Trevor Project specifically also recently announced super exciting international expansion to Mexico. This will be our first time being able to serve young people overseas in the same way. So from a technological perspective, building you know, our team and growing our team, we're thinking a lot of um, extending our current work and our existing work into a multilingual aspect and thinking about multilingual models, thinking about contact switching and code switching in those very specific ways. How do you replicate or even expand on current services onto different languages that, you know, in every meaningful way do behave very differently and have different cultural implications and different implications about fairness and equity. And we're very excited about continuing to build our work, not just in the aspect of number of products, but also thinking about how do we grow the existing products that we already have to more a, a broader audience. Nick Wilson, thank you both so much for coming on today. I really appreciate you sharing with us uh, the amazing work that you're doing at the Trevor Project. It's great to hear about any use case of AI and data science for good. There's always talk of AI for good. It, it doesn't get much better than this. So we're really appreciative of the work that you do. We wish you, team, and everyone at the Trevor Project the best of luck in the years ahead. The work you do is so important. Thank you so much, and thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oldest Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.